Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is December 17th, 2022. It's almost Christmas time. Oh my gosh. Almost Christmas We time. do this every year. I know. It's the same thing. Is everybody ready for Christmas? You get your chopping done and everything? No. Oh, yeah. When we leave it up to Molly, it's last day shopping. I've, I've got most of my, I've got most of it done. Because <laughs> I ain't getting anybody anything. <laughs> All right. We've got a, I wouldn't say a good podcast for you. And it's probably going to be short because Molly's been sick and we're going to try to see how long we can get through this without her coughing and clearing her throat. But. So you might hear a little bit of that. It's not promising. Yeah, so we're we're just going to try to get one out real quick. Uh, what do we got to say, man? I got a lot to say. Let's actually. do it. All right, so are you starting with the 49ers game? You want to talk about that? Yes, we'll talk about the 49ers game. All right, let's do it. Uh, went through the All-22, and not, not real happy about things. I mean... Uh, Couple of things, you know, before or after the game, I heard that we only had two twenty-plus yard reception touchdowns on the year. Mike Evans has not had a touchdown since week three. I think it's four. Week four. Four. He's, uh, I think, I, he's only got a handful of touchdowns this year. Uh, last year he had like thirteen. We're like bottom of the league for deep passes. We're bottom of the league at rushing, rushing attempts, rushing yardage, rushing yards per attempt. This team is just not good. Like what? What are we doing on offense? If we're bottom of the league in everything, it's not. Yeah, it's not just offense. I mean, you got to figure. Todd Bowles came in here. And what were the things he said? He said he wanted turnovers. Mm-hmm. He wanted uh, speed up front. On the defensive line. Up the middle, yeah. Yep, we got rid of Ndamukong Kong Sue and drafted Logan Hall. And those were the reasons why we were told that happened. And we wanted to run the ball. Mm-hmm. All three of those things suck. They're absolutely atrocious. But, uh, you know, it, it's not just those three things. It's everything. We're, we're not good at anything. Not good at anything right now. Uh, the 49ers defense had, had not given up a 60-yard rusher all year long. And we came in and just put up an egg. I mean, they're a good team. And that that's one thing I want to say is that, you know, we didn't lose this game. The refs didn't lose us this game. We got beat. That was a better team. Now, Todd Bowles came out in the press conference after the game, and he said that we just got our butt whooped. And he reiterated that a couple of times. He said they were outcoached, outplayed, out everything, and I have to agree with him. You know, it was it was a it was a team effort. This loss, we just uh, we got. And it, but and it wasn't I don't know man it wasn't like you didn't feel like the Forty ers had to try too hard. Yeah, and that's kind of how it's been all season, where we're just not. I mean, we're there. We show up yeah, we're on like, the field. 
<laughs> Other than that, it's a low bar. <laughs> we're, like, <laughs> we're just like filling up space. Present. That's how I feel. I mean, we're just guys out there. We're just dudes. Uh, Logan Hall, if you ask me, a complete disappointment this year. He, you know, he's only getting twenty percent of the snaps, about maybe sometimes thirty. Uh, but he's done nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, I, you know, I see him out there when he's out there. He's getting no penetration. He's not beating guys. Uh, but it's not just him. It's everybody. Everybody. We, I, know, I know. I don't even feel like it's fair to like call him out on it because where's Vita? Where's mm-hmm. Will Golston? Where's mm-hmm. Akeem? H- like anyway, yes. where's Devin White? Where's Levante? Yes. Where's the secondary? Anything? Anybody? Right. Like Where, where's the bright spot? Where's Mike Evans? Where's Tom Brady? Where's Fournette? Mm-hmm. Where is Godwin? I mean, where is anybody? Is anybody going to be a playmaker on this team? It, it's it's like everybody else is waiting for everybody else to do something. And nobody's doing it. It is weird. I've never seen a season like this. Like, at least in 2011, like, you knew they were just, <laughs> I mean, it was obvious what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, these guys, I don't know. I have no, and it's just so perplexing because we won a Super Bowl with basically the same team, like, two years ago. Yes, the, the talent is there. There's no doubt about that. But it's, you know, I, you got to lay it at the feet of the coaching. I mean, that's top dog. And, and you know, the play calling is atrocious. It's just not good. Um, you know, going into this game, we've – oh, gosh, I just – you don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been complaining about the same things all year long. You know, we're not getting any pressure up the middle. None. Zero. Zip. Nada. None. Quarterbacks have all day to throw back there. The only time we're getting pressure is when we do some exotic blitz from the outside corners or Devin White's coming up or whatever. That's the only time we're getting pressure. You know, I mean, our front guys. And when I say pressure up the middle or push up the middle, I'm talking about making it so the quarterback cannot step into his throws. Now, we were excellent at that for the past three years. We've just been – we just close off that middle. You know, you can't throw deep on us because you can't – to step up to throw. Uh, now, I mean, Brock Birdie had all day back there. All I mean, it, it was just. Okay. Let me say about Brock Purdy. Like, I am not surprised about what. And no <laughs> Buccaneers fan who has watched the team in the last I don't know decade uh, should be surprised at Brock Purdy coming in and just lighting it up, Mister like, Irrelevant. No one should be surprised by this. We do this every. Freaking Mitch Trubisky threw five touchdowns oh, on us gosh. in his first whatever game it yeah. was. Yeah. So the Brock Purdy thing, I'm like, we, you know, everybody's like making it this big thing. And I'm like, no, it's the Bucks. Ice the Bucks. What else is new? <laughs> we need to do a list of all the crappy good quarterbacks yes, that, that have we, whooped us. Yes. That we made look good. Yeah. That they were like, oh, this is the next Michael Jordan. This one right here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, the reasons why we lost that game. Number one reason is was blocking. They just moved us out of the way at will. You know, their their offensive line just moved us. There were times where their running backs had three holes to choose from. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And their their offensive line was so 
able to get off their frontline blocks and move to our secondary and then just push our linebackers completely out of the way every time. Every time. It was like we didn't even try to not get blocked. Uh, Devin White and Levante just, I mean, they were just pushed all over the field. And not just by linemen, by wide receivers. At Ayuk, he blocked Levante David three times and took him out of the play three times. Blocked him five yards away out of the play. It's not even like he's a big receiver. No. He's like a tiny guy. I'm, I'm sitting there going, <laughs> Levante, what are you doing letting this guy block like, you? They might be the same size. No, he's smaller he's than Levante. Small. Oh yeah, he's a little dude. But what I, in the world? They, they just had no trouble whatsoever just blocking everybody on the field. Uh, there was, you know, I did that video of Devin White, the first touchdown, where Debo got that pitch to the right and took it to the edge and just ran it straight down into the. We had we had five guys that were unblocked. Two of them ran into blockers, and then Devin White had a straight shot to knock Debo out of bounds, or at least push him out of bounds. And actively avoided hitting him and allowed not him to just, go. Not just hitting him, but like touching, touching him. him. Yeah. Did not touching him. Went out of the way. The only thing I could think, the only thing I could think is that Devin White thought that he had stepped out of bounds and he didn't want to get a penalty because he's gotten quite a few penalties like that this year. Mm-hmm. And he's probably gotten chewed out for it. And so he was like, I'm not going to take a chance. I agree. That's the most likely explanation. Most likely, but still, I, it just doesn't make sense. None of that made sense. And, you know, I didn't see a whole lot of that throughout the game where it didn't, you know, it looked like we were avoiding contact or whatever. We were not playing tough. We were, you know, that Seattle game was very physical. We played hard. They played hard. And it was, it was a great game to watch. It really was. And I was so excited about it. I was like, yes, we're getting physical. And then we played this game and we just, we just got our butts whooped. And they, and they, and they didn't have to try that hard. I don't want to say we gave up, but we didn't try hard. We didn't try hard all the way across the all the way across the board. Mm-hmm. So we blocking was the number one issue. Uh, the number two issue was Brady. And you'll note something happened to him. I think he hurt his hand and it was wet. Oh yeah. And he was he was just he just threw way too many bad passes. I, honestly, <clears throat> I think he. Is having a shoulder issue this year. He might. He might be. We've said that a couple times this year. That yeah. It looks like he's playing hurt. Yeah, that'd be my guess. But we we're definitely. I'll get into this more here in a minute. But we're we're not setting him up for success, and he's taking the checkdowns. You know, he's throwing short, uh, and that leads me to the next thing. You know, so we got blocking. Then you got Brady, and then the third thing was play calling on both sides of the ball, was just absolute dog crap. I mean, it was, we weren't trying. We weren't trying to win this game. You know, you got to figure, we were down 0-21 to in the second quarter, halfway through the second quarter. And and what we do? We come out throwing those damn screen passes. Which are so ineffective. I like... Yes. Yeah, what well, we can't... We'd be better off with no blockers over there, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like, just... Yeah. What? Yeah, we come out seven seven forty two. They just scored a touchdown. It was twenty one zip, and we throw a screen pass that was incomplete, and then we throw the second one. We throw it to Julio Jones behind the line of scrimmage, who drops it, 
No, he got four yards. And so then we ended up with a third and six and didn't get it. And it was just a three and out. And, you know, it's just like that has happened all year. I, I am sick of those screen passes. Sick of them. I mean, we do like 10 a game, minimum. And it's we're just not doing anything with them. Now, uh, Byron Leftwich was asked about it, and he, you know, he said it's an extension of the run game. So that makes sense. It is, yes. And, you know, with with uh, Todd Bowles wanting us to be more of a run-oriented team, they, I could see where they're seeing that as a run. But we're not, you know, it's just, it's one, it's boring. Two, like you said, our guys aren't blocking well. We're not getting yardage. I mean, we're lucky if we get three to four yards. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's zero. And isn't that so much effort for three yards? <laughs> like, think about how much manpower and effort you're putting. I mean, three blockers, dude's got to go out there, get contact, exert. Hunch yeah. for you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just a lot of wasted energy. Yeah, especially when you have the linemen running out there. Yeah. Which they're just they're just not getting out there in time. And you know, when they do, they're not getting blocks on guys because people are avoiding them. That's what our defense needs to learn. <laughs> avoid blocks. Don't run into blocks. Watch our offense <laughs> to learn how to avoid blocks. <laughs> in one way is the one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so so then we're down zero to thirty five in the four in the third quarter. To start the third quarter, fourteen minutes in the th- third quarter, we're down thirty five zip. That's five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Now at this point in the game, you're going to get four offensive possessions, maybe five if you're lucky. That means you got to score a touchdown on every single possession, right? What do we do? We come out throwing screens again. <laughs> I wanted to guess. <laughs> we <laughs> no, that was going to be my guess. At this point in the game, you should be throwing bombs every play. You know what I'm saying? Going deep every play. I feel like they got their hearts broken on that Mike Evans yeah. bomb. Yeah. I got called back because of Donovan. Kind of like that time Mike Evans fumbled the yeah, ball, and dropped it, and then after that, gone. it was just like everybody was just deflated. But you shouldn't be playing your regular game plan when you're down five touchdowns and you only have four possessions left. Two-minute drills, the whole second half. Right. Five wide receiver sets, spread mm-hmm. offense, go deep, everybody. Like, do it. What do you have to lose at that point? Right. Yes. You just throw, chunk it up and throw it deep. You know how many deep balls we threw the whole game? Including that Mike Evans one? Including the Mike Evans one. Three. Five. Okay. But that's five five deep pass attempts. Three of them were complete. One was called back. One of the complete ones. So we had two complete, two that counted. But only three deep balls after halftime. Why? And two of those were incomplete. You're down 35 zip and you only go deep three times. We didn't try. We gave up. We were just, you know, dinking and dunking and running the ball and screen passes. I, we, when you're down five touchdowns, you know, uh, uh, we just watched the Minnesota Indianapolis game. Indianapolis was up 33, was it 33 zip? 33 zip. 33 zip. And Minnesota just started chunking it. And they ended up winning the game in overtime. Mm-hmm. 
that's how you with, play the game. With Kirk Cousins. With Kirk Cousins. You like that? <laughs> uh. Yes. So the play calling was, you know, on both sides of the ball. Now, when you're you've got a new quarterback who's what is he, five foot ten? I mean, he's a short guy, right? And you're down five touchdowns. You have nothing to lose on defense. You go balls to the wall. You play man coverage, zero coverage, safety back there, and you blitz constantly. You try to get turnovers. And we didn't at all. We didn't blitz at all. And plus these young quarterbacks. I mean, how many hits does it take to get them shook? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we didn't blitz. We we held back in the soft zone coverage. And I'm just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're not even trying. Not even trying. It was very frustrating. Like, does anyone care to win? That's how I feel. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, they want to win, but they're not going to put forth. And you see it in the tackling and in the uh, the way everybody is playing is like, you know, even in the tackling. You know, we've talked about this quite a bit. I can't stand the way we tackle. Our ta- tackling techniques are just they're too soft for me. But we don't come flying in, and when somebody's wrapped up, you'll see guys standing around watching the play. They're not coming in, hitting, trying to dislodge the ball, uh, you know, or at least just hitting, just hitting. Hit the other guys. Make them woozy. Make them not want to catch the ball. Make them not want to run the ball. And we're not doing that. You know, we're not gang tackling. <sighs> see, and I disagree. You said you think – they want to win. I don't see that. Well, I think if you like gave you, them the option, you're well, like, you want to win? I mean, win, if you're you like, theoretic- yeah. like, theoretically. Yes, theoretically. If you're like, hey, Mike, do you want to win this game or lose it? He's right. going to be like, oh, I definitely want to yeah, win yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. But they're doing nothing. Right. Nothing whatsoever. Yeah, we, we're not making plays ever. Nobody is. Nobody is. Except one like, person. I'll bring him up in here in a minute, but. It's like a wish at this point. Yeah, yeah. Sure hope we win this game. Yeah. We're going to put I'll, no I'll effort hope, into it. I hope the other team We're doesn't try to. show up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Right? That's how you kind of feel. You kind of feel like these guys think that they just show up and they're, they're supposed to be handed a win because they got all this talent. They got all these names. And, uh, you know, it's just not working out that way. You know, other teams are bringing their A game. You know, they want to beat Tom Brady. After every game, he's got a crowd of opposing players around him talking about how that they were so privileged to play against him. And and this week they had the guy, the guy, the guys who intercepted the ball, fifty seven, had Tom Brady sign the ball after the game, and he was talking about, "I've been watching you play my whole life, and it's such a privilege." And all this, and you know, that's. You know, we 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 act like, you know, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Yes, he is the GOAT. And everybody else on the team kind of acts like, yeah, they're the best too, so they don't have to try hard. They don't, they don't have anything to prove anymore, basically. It's like, something, something. It's just, it's driving know. me crazy. Well, <clears throat> it's kind of like with Donovan. You know, everyone's given Donovan a hard time this year about yeah. the penalties. Yes. And... I think Donovan is, and I'm one of these people too. It's just a naturally like lazy person, mm-hmm. and 
when you give people, myself included, an excuse, like Tom Brady has an excuse. Like we're we're excusing Tom Brady for this year because his life sucks right now. I mean, it's all relative, really. Like how many of us would trade our lives for Tom Brady's right when now? When you say, yeah, Tom Brady's Even life now sucks. with no supermodel wife, like all of us would trade lives with him. But, you know, he's going through stuff. It sucks. Yeah. And uh, so he's had that excuse all year. And I think that's contagious. And I think when you give other people certain personalities any excuse, they're going to take it and they're going to run with it. So you heard Donovan. People asked him what's going on with your penalties. And he's like, oh, you know, I got stuff going on, too. You know. Right. And so we're not doing anyone any favors, I think. At which we're guilty of it, too. But just in general... You know, they've all got a lot of excuses. Yes. And do any of us care at this point? No, no, not at I'm all. I'm so over this. <laughs> yeah, the so excuses, the injuries and all that. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm done. I'm like, and, no. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't even care about, like, watching this crap anymore. Like, on the, you know, just the the games are a struggle. It's not, not fun for yeah. anyone. Yeah. I, I just don't. I have playoffs. Like, we're going to go to, I mean, maybe we're going to go to playoffs. Right? That's I the, don't know. I mean, Carolina we, actually has. Nipping at our heels. Well, I mean, they've got playoffs in their hands. <laughs> they're, they're in control of their own destiny. If they win out, they're in the playoffs. And does anyone have confidence that the Bucks are going to stave that off? I uh, no. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Not if what showed up last week is going to show up the last four games. Now, Carolina's not the 49ers, and let's not knock, let's not act like the 49ers aren't probably the best team in football. Right yeah, now. but we got Tom F. and Brady right, and right, Mike Evans and Chris right. Co- You know, I, we got this roster right. that's supposed to be like amazing. Uh-huh. Where are they? Yeah. I just, and, and, Playoffs, like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like let's tank the rest of the season because you know how I feel about the draft. All right. I don't care about draft picks. Right. Um. Yeah, right. Because I mean, look at Brock Purdy, last player in the draft. Nobody knew who he was, and now he's in there lighting it up and might even win the Super Bowl. And everybody's going to be talking about, well, you know, I knew he was a good player. Yeah. I, I had him on my draft board. He's been riding the 49ers bench all he was, season. Behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Third quarterback. Yeah, come on. Stop. So. We got stopped by a third string quarterback. Mr. Irrelevant. Ralph, I just. Oh. It oh. All the time. It happens all the time. Frequently. It's not supposed to happen with this team. I thought I thought we were done with that. Now, at least for another year. It's like the Bucks curse, I think. Oh, God. Uh. So, I, you know, I'm not a fan of the, hey, let's lose out for draft picks or let's no. sacrifice playoffs for draft picks. But let's be honest here. This team going to the playoffs and playing the way that they're playing, they're going to be the Philadelphia Eagles from last year that we just trounced and embarrassed in the first round. Right. Like, how many of us are looking forward to that? Well, no, they would slaughter us. And plus they got revenge on their minds. Yeah, that would be a, a nasty game. But that, that's if we continue playing. Now, you know, this is always this is Tom Brady, and we have been bipolar this year. 
we might pull out of this. I mean, know? we played great against the Saints. I mean, we've had some good game against the Seahawks. We've had Gibbs good Dallas. games. Yeah. yeah, and I have all the confidence in the world that these guys can play up to that. But will they? Right. I don't know. And I just don't feel like they care to. Mm-mm. Yeah, I get that same feeling, too. That it's just not, they're like, hey, you know, playoffs, whatever. I don't even feel like they care about the game or their job. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's such complete and total apathy across the board. And if I hear Todd Bowles talk about, well, we need to coach better and we need to play better. He said that every week. I mean, that's like his whole press conference. I oh, just need to coach better and play better. Yeah, no, duh. We need to score more points than the other team. I don't even think he's gotten that deep. I think Byron yeah, did. Byron did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyhow, uh, after after play calling on both sides now, both sides, are tackling. Now, we didn't miss as many tackles as I thought we did. But what we're doing is we're we're wrapping guys up and they're still getting five yards. <laughs> and it's so annoying. You know, I'm watching It's like the a middle school dance when they're like, <laughs> leave Jesus between you, you know. Yeah, they're just dragging Don't our hug. guys with them yeah. for another five yards. Sad. And it's uh, you know, watching the 49ers, I mean, those guys are tackling. Those guys are tackling. When when you get hit by a 49er player, that's where you stop. That's the old uh John Lynch t- t- tackling, you know, a John Lynch team is going to tackle. And that's one thing I always, I used to call him brick wall because when you make contact with John Lynch, that's where the ball stops right there. And we're not even nowhere near that. I mean, when's the last time you saw a good tackle by the Buccaneers where you were just like, whoa, you know, good solid uh, hit? Didn't Keanu Neal like hold, hold somebody in the house? Or that was a different game. That was a totally different team. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which we're thinking, I think we're like thinking confusing of, memories. I think <laughs> like, you're thinking of Mike White, the Jets, when he got yeah. <laughs> folded in half. Like a lawn chair. Yeah, I uh, but yeah, I mean, our tackling, I hate, I hate our tackling style. We've only got two players that I think are decent tacklers, and that is uh, Winfield and Devontae Dave. You don't think Keanu Neal? Nah, I mean, he comes in like a missile. He's kind of yeah. like Whitehead, but he launches a lot. He reaches, all that good stuff. <sighs> now, Logan Ryan is a pretty good tackler, but he just doesn't have the speed to get there. Mm. Uh, but He, he does... seems so docile to me. No. Very docile. Personality. Yeah. So, our tackling is an issue, but we did miss seven. We had seven missed tackles in this game. Now, against the Seattle Seahawks, we had zero missed tackles. Zero. It's the only game this year that we've done that. And we, we played good football. And that's, we got to, our defense has got to be physical and tackle well. You know, because you know me, I believe football is about blocking and tackling. Mm-hmm. And we're not doing any one of them. That's why our run game sucks, is because we're just not blocking well. You know, we've got, we, we run down these bunch formations or the, the jumbo package or whatever. We got eight, nine guys up there. And one of them is going to screw up every single time, and his guy gets free, and he ends up making a tackle. Here's the problem, too, with these screens and the blocking, is they run into each other, or they're <laughs> constantly, like, it's like keys of cops out there. You know, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of that stuff. And I hate talking bad about a team like this. You know, we don't, 
we don't normally do this, but I, frankly, I'm tired of it. You know, this is a team that should be, we should have a winning record. We should have a comfortable lead in the South, and we should be looking and planning for the playoffs. Right now, I don't even know if we're going to make it. And I think if we do go in the playoffs, we'll be one and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, who wants to go and get embarrassed? Right. I don't, you know, we'll get one more game of this mess. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I know. But I am so sick of those screen passes. I'm just over them. Anything behind the line of scrimmage is just making me want to throw up anymore because we just do it constantly. And, you know, it's Byron Leftwich. It's, it's you know, Tom Brady's not making these calls. Now, this this offense is much more different than the Arians' offense. Cause, you know, this is, this is much more similar to Belichick's offense. And I don't know how much Brady's got to say in that, but – uh, you know, he did bring it when when Brady came. He brought in more across the middle routes. Arians just doesn't do that, and Brady had him mix some of those in because Brady's very good at that, and he likes that good stuff. You know, hitting guys on the on the run. Uh, and now, you know, n- normally with with Arians, we would do a lot of five wides. You know, mm-hmm. we would go, we'd do a lot of verticals. It's kind of like Dirk Cutter's, you know, uh, four vert offense. You know, but we we always, always had two guys going deep, you know, somewhere on the field. You know, if the slot would do a post and you'd have a, a go route on the outside or you'd have two go routes or you'd have the, the tight end would do a, a go route, you know, something. But we always had somebody going deep. And with this offense, we just don't a lot. You know, we'll, and that's kind of how Belichick does it. You know, he, he might have one guy go deep. You know, but we just don't have the options of deepness that we did with Arians. And we're doing all these screen passes and these check downs, and it's just like, I'm tired of it. You know, it's just not how our team's made. We're just not made for this. So stop doing it. But And that's the crazy thing about it is we're not adjusting. We're not adjusting yeah. on offense. We're not adjusting on defense. It's like in that we were down 35 zip, and we're still running the same defense. So you're like, no. Stop running that defense and run a defense that works. Just start blitzing every damn down. Who cares? You know, just like with the on the offense. Just get, and stop with the screen and bubble passes and the you know the checkdowns across the middle for three yards. Let's <laughs> let's just throw deep three times. Uh, you know, one of them should work. Yeah. And if they don't, so what? It'll be three and out. We're gonna go three and out anyhow with these well, little checkdowns. Well, and then with the deep passes, you got the potential for a pass interference call, too, <laughs> that goes in your favor. So, right. you know, there's a lot of upside there. Definitely more upside than that crap we showed out there, man. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, so we're getting, you know, attack. Okay, we got, so far we've got the blocking. We were just blocked to death. They, they, that's, they could do whatever they wanted on offense because they were just blocking our guys out of existence. Uh then we had a Brady was not playing well. And I, I don't know if that's the reason why we didn't go deep because he just felt like he could. Cause I mean, he was throwing short on open guys and you know, he just, he was just not throwing well. Uh, and then we had the play calling it was horrible on both sides of the ball. Uh, tackling is bad. And then uh, the refs uh, counted 18 uncalled penalties Five, 15 against the 49ers. And so that left three against us. I think all three of them were Donovan, Donovan Smith. Yeah. 
But you know, those were uncalled. But it wouldn't have mattered. It was like with the Ravens game. You know, we had all those penalties in the Ravens game that were uncalled. The Ravens just held and held and held. But it didn't matter because they beat us anyhow. They didn't have to hold. And that's how this game was. It was like they didn't have to cheat. They were, they were beating us anyhow. Yeah. And a lot of it was. It was holding way out of the way or whatever. There was a couple times where the, the holding did count or the hands to the face or whatever. But it did. That's why this is so down on my list. I mean, the refs did. It was a horrible game. Ref-wise, you know, that, that call they had on Carlton Davis. We got the interception. They said he held it. He didn't held the guy. The guy tripped and fell down. And he got penalized for it. And it's just, I don't, it's just so much. The refs, I don't know. NFL's got to do something about it, but they won't. They won't. I mean, everyone's been complaining about it this year. Yeah. Good. But hopefully, hopefully they'll do something. But No, what they'll do is more bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not going to fix anything. Right. Right. I mean, you got to figure we've got all these guys, all these refs on the field now. They've got this rule book that's, you know, 500 pages thick now. Uh, you, they, you know, they've got to look at all these things, uh, you know, not just all the new rules that are implemented, but, uh, you know, now all the, the, the stuff about injuries, you know, you can't hit here, you can't hit there, you can't, uh, you know, the 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 taunting stuff, the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct stuff, which is very broad. Mm-hmm. And They hit something on the quarterback. Yes, the hits on the quarterback. And, you know, Tom Brady got hit in this. He got hit in the back of the head by a guy. Ref was standing right there and looked at him. Tom Brady was mad, too. He turned around. And he was like, did you not see that guy hit me in the back of the head? He didn't call it. But, you know, you've got these guys, these refs have got too much to look out at. We're putting way too much in their hands. Too much of it is subjective. And now we've got refs in the booth and refs in New York. You know, we just added more refs. Yeah. You know, they can call in and say this and that and everything. It's just, it's gotten ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that's ever going to be settled out. I think it's just going to get, become worse. There's going to, there's going to yeah. be a huge scandal with the refs and gambling. It's going to happen. I, it's probably happened before, but they just covered it up. And it's just sometimes you, you just wonder with some of these play calls, you're like, that's, that's got to be somebody who, Either has that player on their fantasy team <laughs> or they put down a large chunk of money, you know, that the other team was going to win. Uh, but the, the refs were were a factor. But even still, we would have got our butts whipped. Uh, but then again, like I said, we got no pressure up the middle. And the crazy thing is, and this is like the exact opposite of what I've been hearing everybody chatter about, our best performing unit was by far our offensive line. And the way everybody's been talking about it is, you know, that's why Brady was throwing these short passes because he doesn't trust his offensive line and all this good stuff. And that might be true. You know, he had Josh Wells over there who, not the best in the world. Can anyone blame Tom Brady if he no, that way? No, I would have been yeah. scared too. You know, and then he had Donovan. I don't know what's going on with Donovan over there. And But Leverett, Hainsey, and Mason, they've done great all year long. And Leverett has been a huge upgrade. Huge upgrade. He, I really like him. I think he's playing great football. And he's helping Donovan a lot, you know, which is something we never saw from Marpet or Gedeke. I mean, Leverett immediately turns and looks to see if Donovan needs help. All the time, almost every play. And he will go over there if he can. So, but the one thing I got to say, and if you watched the YouTube video I put out this week, it was the most... 
incredible football performance I think I've ever seen. Just shocking. Because going into this, we didn't do a podcast coming into this, but my biggest concern was Josh Wells going up against Nick Bosa. I thought it was going to be a slaughter. Yes. I mean, but and it was, to be fair. It was. Yes, to be fair. I thought they were going to have to have a tight end over there, a running back over there, probably both, you know, to stop Nick Bosa. And But the good thing of it is, is that, you know, it's on Brady's front side so he could see. And I think that might be why, you know, they developed their game plan, and their game plan was these quick, short passes, get it out quick, because – Josh Wells is not going to be able to stop Bosa, and they've got they've got a off a, a, a mean defensive front. Mm-hmm. So we thought we need to get this ball out quick. Well, third secondary stuck to our guys like glue. Our guys were getting no separation, which we don't normally. We're just not that type of raw receivers, and uh, you know they they were trying. Their defensive line was trying. They didn't blitz a whole lot, but you know their front four were coming at us. And I'll be damned if Josh Wells didn't put on the most spectacular performance of an offensive lineman I've ever seen. I was shocked. It was, I, I was sitting there watching all 22, and you can look through my notes. It was just in big letters, wow. And then next, wow. And then next, like, wow. <laughs> he destroyed Nick Bosa. Destroyed him. I mean, he wasn't just blocking Nick Bosa, he was destroying Nick Bosa. And this is Josh friggin' Wells. <laughs> Josh Wells. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And it it kind of bothers me that the coaches haven't come out and said anything or nobody's really picked up on it. But Nick Bosa got no sacks. I don't think he got any pressures. He didn't get any from from Wells. He went up against Wells. I didn't count exactly, but it was probably 20 times. Of those 20 times, Wells pancaked him five. So, that was a quarter of the time Josh Wells had Nick Bosa on the ground and was laying on top of him, completely took him out of the play. And it wasn't like they were an accident where Josh or Nick Bosa tripped on a, a player or slipped. No, Wells was destroying him. And I was just in shock. I was amazed. I was like, it was like the whole team's powers got sucked into Josh Wells. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like he took all the talent, <laughs> all the talent. He took he took Mike Evans, Tom Brady, <laughs> Vita, everybody's talent, just sucked it in and beat the hell out of Nick Bosa with it. I mean, he did. He just dominated Bosa, and he did his reverse airplane thing. He did it like three times because Nick Bosa kept trying mm. to spin on him, and Nick Bosa would spin. And so when when defenders spin on Josh Wells, he spins too. <laughs> And backward blocks them with his arms out like an airplane. So I call it the reverse airplane. Normally it doesn't work out, but it worked out every time this time. He blocked Nick Bosa backwards three times. I was like, this is incredible. I've never seen it. But it got to the point where Nick Bosa just stopped trying to go after it. And as a matter of fact, I think the whole, about midway through the third quarter, Nick Bosa didn't try to go after Wells. Uh, they they actually put their second string defensive line in in the fourth quarter. So. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Josh Wells played great. I mean, not just great; he played elite, which shocked the living crap out of me. I never would have guessed that in a gazillion billion years. So that reverse airplane is probably how he gets turned around <laughs> looking at the looking wrong at part of the play. Yes. 
It explains a lot. Yes. I got it. It's a movie does. You know, when, when he gets It's on purpose. It's got, well, yeah, he does it so much. It's definitely part of his repertoire. But I think he's got it mastered now because he was blocking Nick Bosa backwards. Just wait until we see other guys on the offensive line pick that one up. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah, the whole, the whole offensive line turned around backwards with their arms out in airplane mode. <laughs> but the craziness about this, you know, is Donovan Smith played really well last year. Yeah. Probably the best he's played since he's been here. And now I would easily say he's the weakest link on our offense, offensive line. I wonder how much Allie leaving had to do with that. I don't, I, I th- to be honest with you, I think Leopard is helping Donovan more than Allie ever did. Well, I I don't mean that. I just mean you think he's depressed. Yeah, that's like his bestie. Yeah, they were like that sucks. Yeah, like have you ever been on a job where you had like a real close person and then they leave and it's it's just not the same anymore. It's very sad. It's like losing a family member. Yeah, Yeah. and then the job is just not as fun anymore. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah, because him and him and Allie were good friends, and they had that podcast together and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's just so weird to say that you know, Donovan Smith is the weak link of our offensive line that includes uh, mm. right now a backup mm-hmm. who has been not the best in the world since he's been here mm-hmm. for the past, what, two, three years. Uh, a uh, Shaq Mason, mm-hmm. you know, veteran. Hainsey, you know, the first year center. Yeah. And then Leverett is his first year playing. You got Donovan Smith over there, and he's the weak link. It's just, this this is the weirdest year. I know. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. I don't know what's going on. So the conclusion of that game is we just got beat by a better team. Uh, We're exactly what our record says we are. You know, we are an average team at best right now. Yeah, I think that's uh, generous. Yeah, I do too. I mean, we're an average team that gets beat on the regular by one, two win teams. I feel, yeah, I feel like we're like a not great team who's had some lucky, lucky breaks a couple of times. Hmm. Some decent, two or three decent showings. Yeah. That's what I would get. Right, yeah, yes. I, I, I concur. All right, so there was a report out that Brady has been changing the game plans and the coaches don't find out about it until uh, the, during the game. Uh, I think that's all bull crap. I think it's just people making up stuff to try to explain or, you know, put all this on Brady, whatever. Uh, but the, all the coaches were asked about it during press conferences. It was the leading question. Not a single one of them knew what the reporters were talking about. <laughs> They were like, what? It says, yeah, of course he has meeting with the receivers. and Yeah, of course yeah. he put, has input and everything. So they, a lot of them were like, I don't understand what you're asking me. You know, yeah. they were like, is he changing the game plan during the game? And they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, it's Tom Brady. Even if he wanted to, would it be an issue? You know? Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it, I think it's, it's a nothing burger. But – the, the reporters just won't let it go because you know how it is. Reporters 
or a gag also. When one reporter reports something, everybody else has to act like it's truth and report well, on it. And... Was it Mike Florio that reported that? Uh, I'm not Because exactly he's got sure. like a hard on for Brady. Yeah. What? He like hates Brady. A lot of guys do. Did hates you see? BA. Did you see Shannon Sharp and uh, who? I saw that they had some kind of kerfuffle, but oh I was gosh, just like, yeah. I don't care about those people, so I didn't. Yeah, you know, I mean, they like to go at each other <clears throat> and stuff, but they got kind of personal. They were really going at each other over the whole really? Brady stuff, yeah. Because yeah. Skip, uh, it's Skip Bayless, right? Yeah. Yeah, he loves Brady. Right, and Shannon Sharp does not. Which Shannon Sharp, like, he was with the Ravens, right? Yeah, yeah and he was a defensive player, too. Yeah, defensive, so I'm like, okay, and yeah, I'm sure He's he does the, hate Brady. Yeah, so yeah, so it, it, it was it was pretty <clears throat> nasty. They started getting into it. And actually, I got hinted at the sharp because I think I would have gotten a lot more pissed. Oh, it, really? Yeah, it got personal. Um, but you know, those guys are on TV all the time. Yeah, you know, they, they say stuff. Yeah, money. they get paid a lot of money for this crap. So I think they everything's just water off the back to them. I don't know. There was a they're on ESPN, right? I think so. There was another reporter. Who made a joke on a panel about another guy's wife, and they got pissed and and went off, like they were supposed to do a segment right after that, and they were like gone and they were off. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, when the 49ers put that beat down on Seattle Thursday night, afterwards they had Brock Purdy and George Kittle uh, on the the round table thing, you know, the after after game panel or whatever, you know, and they were still in their uniforms and Kittle was there first and, you know, he was talking and he's, you know, he's a talker. And then Brock Purdy came up up there and they were talking about this and everything. And Brock Purdy said, uh, said something about George Kittle. And he said, yeah, he never shuts the hell up or something like that. And everybody just went, Whoa. (laughs) And you could tell Kittle was a little like, Oh, okay. Okay. You know, it was, it was kind of like, yeah, you're not. He's getting a little big for his yeah, bridges. Yeah, you get a little big for your bridges there. Yeah. Everybody just kind of went, ooh. <laughs> uh, like, you might be able to say that in the locker room. And Yeah, and I didn't even see, Purdy didn't even try to, like, walk it back. Kind of like, you um, know, he was like, oh, shit, I just realized what I said. And it didn't look good on my teammate or whatever. But he, he kind of, like, stood his ground a little um, bit, you know. And, and Kittle, would, Kittle kind of mumbled under his breath. He was like, okay. <laughs> you know, like I see how this is gonna be. Uh, interesting, interesting. We just watched the Colts and Vikings game. That was crazy. Uh, it's a crazy thing. Talking about the referees, there was a hit on Jefferson that I guess there was some helmet to helmet involved. It wasn't big if it was anything, but they they penalized the Colts guy. And Jefferson got up and he's like yelling at the refs. I don't know why. But I think it was because they said he had to go to the blue tent, you know, because he got hit in the yeah, head or whatever. Out. And he took his helmet off and he threw it on the ground violently right in front of the ref. <clears throat> and they didn't penalize him for that. He'll get fined, I'm sure. Yeah, no, but that doesn't help the Colts. Yeah. You know? Is there any help for the Colts? Oh, gosh. They <laughs> lost that game. They 33 zip and they lost it. Matt Ryan, you have got a uh, a curse on you, buddy. Curse. Hmm. Um, do you want to talk about Cincinnati? Are you going through? Oh yeah, no. Uh, yes, we're, the Bucks are going to be wearing their pewter uniforms tomorrow Yay, for the Bengals. Maybe that will help. <laughs> Finally, 
I'll be bitching about that all year. Works. You know, what if it's just everyone just doesn't feel confident in what they're wearing and it's, <laughs> they need a wardrobe change? Oh, <laughs> uh, it might be true. Maybe. Hey, those yeah. guys put a lot, you know, they, that matters a lot to them. Yeah. And how they look out there. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm just going to so, flat out say it. They're going to whoop us. So they are still fighting for the division. They're second behind Baltimore. Uh, both teams are nine and four. Baltimore has the head to head. So. Do they have another game against each other or they played both <sighs> games already? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, it's a, they're, they're both on exact opposite trajectories. Baltimore is going down. They, they've been playing like crap past four or five weeks. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been playing like crap. He's hurt now. Uh, you know, and then Hundley, he came in, and then he's hurt too. He got hurt. Yeah. So they and, had a third string. And uh, Cincinnati's on, what, a five, six-game win streak? Five, yeah. Five-game win streak. Soon to be six. <laughs> oh, no God. confidence. No, I don't. Well, I have no confidence in this. Okay. So the teams that they've beat include Carolina. Pittsburgh, which is division opponent, so you know that's a little little different story. Um, Tennessee, Cleveland, and then I can't remember the other one. So, oh, Kansas City—they beat Kansas right. City too. Exactly. I mean, they just named off Tennessee, Kansas City, and who was the other good team? Tennessee's not doing that great. They're seven and no, six. No, no. They're it seems like they're that they've gotten this habit is, of at the end of the year they just yeah. can't keep up with their tough. I mean, their division sucks, so it works yeah. out for them, I think. Yeah. Um so yeah, Cincinnati is you know, they got a lot to fight for as far as this game goes. So Yeah, I mean, their secondary is great. You know, they've got that rookie. Uh Cornerback who's just who's lighting stuff up. Uh, I think they're they're top of the league in pass defense in their secondary. Uh, you know they've got a pretty good front. They've got a gazillion weapons. Joe Burrow mm-hmm. is playing lights out. They've got Joe Mixon who is. I mean, they're talking about Joe, Joe Burrow like he's the next Michael Jordan. <laughs> he's the next like Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is out. Joe Burrow <laughs> is in. Uh yeah, I mean, what is this? His second year, third year? I think second. already went to the Super yeah. Bowl once. Which you know, I thought that was gonna. They lost the Super Bowl, right? I thought it'd be the yeah. So you think, oh, they're gonna have a Super Bowl hangover? No. Uh, the, the Rams, other, the Rams, those fools. That totally. Shot. They have the Super Bowl hangover. They're yeah. already eliminated from yeah. playoff. They have three wins this season. It's crazy. Man. Um, didn't see that coming. This has been the weirdest year. I know. No, I can remember. Denver's already out. Like oh, Russell God, Wilson, yeah. they hate him. Yeah, but that was a mess. Green Bay, you know, they're they're struggling. They're not going to make it. They're th- they're third in the division yeah. right now. Yeah. And with Minnesota I mean, winning today, they clinched the division. Um. So, but Detroit second. So Detroit has <laughs> the the is like you know fighting for the um, wild card spot. It's crazy. Yeah, Washington's up there. I mean, the whole NFC East is doing well. I like our division is the worst, worst in, in the NFC. I think we're the worst in all of football. Closely behind the AFC South, I think. Really? Jacksonville's coming up, though, man. Jacksonville's popping off some stuff. 
Oh, gosh. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, this game tour, it's at home. We got that. And we're wearing and we, our pewter uniforms. I mean, that's not really the home field advantage. It's not an advantage for us. We like losing in front of the home crowd. <laughs> We've never been to a Bucks game that they won. No, I never have in 30 years. That's why Ralph stopped going. I have never seen the Buccaneers win live. So close one time. The Redskins, when they had Deion Sanders, we went into <laughs> overtime and we kicked off to him. And Deion Sanders ran a damn ball back to the 20 and they kicked a field goal and won it. I was, I was so close. I was like, I can finally say the one. So, yeah, that's why I like. Every time I go, I'm like, you know, we're going to lose. I know. He gets very drunk. <laughs> yes, I do. Fight my way out of it. Yeah. I think I fought my way out of every stadium on the East Coast. <laughs> what was the name of that defensive lineman that Cincinnati used to have? Uh, Akers? Uh, Geno Atkins? Geno Atkins. Yeah. What happened to him? I, know- I, I always get him confused with Geno Hayes and Geno Smith. <laughs> like, I get all the Genos all confused. All the Genos. Um, you remember how he was awesome? I think he was like top five in the NFL top yeah. 100 one time. And everybody was talking about how he was the next up and comer. And then Aaron Donald came in and just took over everything. But I mean, he had a good career. I, I don't I mean, I think at the end there. he just wasn't doing anything and they just cut him and nobody picked him up. And Yeah. Yeah. He, he did, I think, become a free agent. And then that was it. Yeah. I don't think anybody picked him up. That is so, so weird. And, uh, you know, it it's, just goes to show how, kind of like how this season is, you, know, you just never know. Yeah. You never know. Look, yeah. he had a 10-year career. Yeah, he played with Cincinnati for 10 years. 11 years. 11 years. And uh, that's it. He, he was cut in 2020 and never went anywhere else. He played with Cincinnati the whole time. Wow. Yeah, he had two seasons in the top ten. Eight Pro Bowls. Eight out of an eleven year career. That's, That's just pretty crazy. Good. Were you at Gerald McCoy? Oh, oh shots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like delirious at this point. Yeah, and and I know <clears throat> we are going into this with a lot of injuries. And they've got some injuries too. Yeah, so we are going to be without um, Jannard Avery, Jamel Dean, Carl Nassib, and Vita Vea, which Nassib just, like, popped up on the injury report, like, Thursday, I think. Everyone's like, what's wrong with him? Friday. Yeah, what's wrong with him? Peck. Peck. Are you serious? But they have him as not participating, like, all week. So is he out? Yeah, he's out. Good lord! And Vita's out. Vita's out. Jamel Dean's out, right? Yeah. And then um, Mike Edwards, Julio Jones, SMB, Shoyinka, uh, Joe Tryon, Shoyinka, um, Winfield, and Werfs are all questionable. Winfield's got him. Yeah, it sounded like like know. Winfield and Werfs were gonna kind of be a game time decision. I, you know, to be honest with you, I want to see Josh Wells again. 
I want to see if that was just a total fluke or if it was just one of those things. Or if he's just okay, hit well, this, you know, he just burst through this barrier. you, you got to talk about your uh, racquetball story. I know you've told it before, but it's very relevant to this, I think. Yeah, yeah it could be that. It that could he be just, that. Yeah. You know, he had uh, Nick Chubb's weakness Both nailed that. down. Nick Chubb. Nick, Nick Bosa. <laughs> Nick Bosa's weakness. You know, he was just the yin to Bosa's yang. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Tell your story. We gotta hear it. Oh, uh, yeah. I used to, uh, I used to play competitive racquetball, and uh, I was ranked very highly. And I, I hadn't been beat in a very, very long time. And I had a tournament, and I played this guy who had basically just learned to play racquetball, and I'd been playing for years, and he beat me twice. Uh, and it was the the way he did it was just so, and, and he was getting beat. I mean, he was not good. Uh, you were like his two wins. Yes. I was like his two <laughs> wins in the tournament. And uh, the, um, I ended up winning the tournament, but the, the, the two losses I had were against this guy and I just couldn't beat him because he slowed the game down. I was a very fast player. And racquetball is a very fast sport to begin with, but he he just had this this way of just slowing the game down that drove me crazy. It frustrated me, and I could not beat him. And it's it just one of those things. He wasn't a good player, you know. He just he he was good against me. Yeah, you know? and it's like you box a fighter, you find a boxer. Yes. Like it's kind of again, like you said, the yin to the yang. So mm -hmm. for uh, Nick Bosa. Josh Wells yeah, was yeah. his. Yeah, but I'd like to see Josh Wells play again <laughs> to see if it was a fluke or not. I just think it's a fluke. I think, I think it was, too. Seeing those reverse airplanes, you're just like, dude, what are you doing? I gotta see those. You gotta show me. I've shown them to you before. <sighs> uh, where he's turned around looking at the quarterback with his, he's bent over and he's got his <laughs> arms out. You know, he's, he's blocking him with his butt. <laughs> so, you know, I our running game, run stopping is just crap. We're not we're not stopping anybody in the run. Yeah, and Cincinnati they've got Joe Mixon. Yeah. So if they he's don't, a pass catcher, right? Yeah. A little yeah. bit. And but we're not good at that either. So. Right, right, we're not good at anything right now. It is so so <clears throat> weird. You know it. I don't know. It might be possible that that Tom Brady's checked out. He's he knows he's going to go somewhere else next year. He's going to retire, and he's just not that interested in Vaughn. I mean, I don't I don't get that feeling from him, but I don't know. There's something there, man. Something, something. And I I've got to lay it at the feet of balls because, you know, this is an this is a all whole team issue. It's not mm -hmm. you know just one unit. And it started this year. Like last year, I mean, we didn't, oh, we. Hey, we went to the playoffs <clears throat> and we beat uh, the Rams all the way up until the last damn play. <laughs> I mean, we came back in that game yeah. and we should have had it yeah. and had a screw up. And then we were inconsistent last year, but not like this. No, last year we were hitting. I mean, Tom Brady was the pass yardage leader and. 
get putting up 30 points a game. And then, I mean, we're we're averaging 17 points a game. Yeah. Mike Glennon averaged more points a game. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The year we had Mike Glennon as our quarterback, I think he had 19 points a game or something like that. I just... We're bad. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Not at all. All right, give me a prediction. What do you think is going to be the score? Here was our predictions for last week. Uh, Molly had predicted the Bucks 21, opponent 19. I predicted Bucks 17 and 49ers 10. <laughs> we were we both were very optimistic. Miserably wrong. <laughs> so what do you got going on? <clears throat> oh, uh, we're going to be going up against Kappa. Oh, yeah. Kappa, our old right guard is their new right guard. So we're going to get to see. And we're not even going to have Vita against him. I know. It's going to be Akeem Hicks. Uh, Who? Akeem, you know. It's a tough one. My brain's not working. Okay, well, I'm okay. going to say I'm going right. to say mine. Okay. I think we're going to lose. Uh, I'm going to say 28-17. This might be the first time in three years I've I picked know. the Bucks to lose. So hopefully, hopefully we'll win. I think I picked them to lose against Seattle. Uh, yes, you did. Yeah. So pick them to lose. Pick them to lose this time. <laughs> okay. I'm, um, yeah. I mean, that score sounds good. Can I cheat off yours? <laughs> you want seventeen twenty-eight too? No, hold on. I'm gonna do sixteen <laughs> thirty-one. Sixteen thirty-one. Yeah. It's probably gonna be closer than that because these guys put up points, man. I know. I mean, they got um, Jamar Trace. Chase, uh, Mixon. Burrow is a wild, ca- you yeah, know, wild yeah, I mean, cartoon. He run it like and... he runs that stupid. Oh gosh. Um, not looking forward to this. <sighs> but at least we'll look good in our pewter. When we lose, we'll lose in style. I can't even drink through it either. It's been a horrible football season for you, man. The last time I was pregnant was hor- it was Lovey Smith season. So. Yeah. Worse. All right, that's what we got, guys. We we have lost faith in this team, and until I see otherwise, we're just an average team, man. Probably below average. I think, yeah, I think that's generous. Yeah. If I'm honest. And how do you do that with Tom Brady at quarterback, uh, Leonard Fournette, Rashad White, Mike Evans, Mike Evans Chris <laughs> Godwin, Devin White, Levante David? Oh my gosh! Somebody brought, <laughs> which I've forgotten about this. Lenny's showing up to a training camp like 300 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, isn't that... I, looking back, back, it kind of foreshadows the whole scene. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody gives a crap. They all let themselves go. Brady Brady, not even showing up to training camp. Yeah. You know. uh, Todd Bowles, didn't he take time off too? Yeah, yeah. He disappeared. Nobody cares. Hmm. Damn Here shame. Are. Here we are. All right. Anything else? No. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. Hopefully, we're dead wrong about all this and just uh, being pessimistic. But until next time, 
Go Bucks. <laughs> 